everybody. This week's episode, we've got Crystal Fisher with Parenting with Grace coming in. We just got done talking to her, and we've had a great opportunity to learn a little bit more about what they do. And stay, to, stay tuned to the end to find out her advice of asking questions just to find out a little bit more about this unique opportunity that we've got right in our backyard. Yeah, I think a lot of probably um, misconceptions, misunderstandings of what um, Parenting with Grace is. And so I think you'll find it uh, useful and uh, informational. So enjoy the episode. This is the Buffalo Community Podcast, all about the greatest small town in the USA, the people in it, and how it all works together. Here are your hosts, Tyler Reese and Mark Benzer. All right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're back. That's an inside joke. Yeah. I hope to be a part of one someday. Yeah. (laughs) Another great episode of the Buffalo Community Podcast. Have with us today Crystal Fisher, um, founder of Parenting with Grace here in Buffalo, just opening their doors after lots of planning and preparation and blood, sweat, and tears, I imagine. So we are excited to have you to get a little bit of that story. But why don't you get us started by... Uh, telling us who you are and what you do and all that good stuff. Yeah, so I'm Crystal Fisher. Um, I grew up in St. Michael, Albertville, so I've always been out in this area. Um, I have two kids. One's 23 and one's 14. Um, married four year, five years ago. Um, moved out to South Haven, Annandale area, so that's where... A lot of our um, community is, but the last year I've dove headfirst and built some amazing relationships here in Buffalo and, and love having our business here. I had no idea that you've only been um, connected with this community for a year. Yeah. And, and is that all uh, stem from the Parenting with Grace yep. efforts that have, okay, cool. Yep. What is Parenting with Grace? Parenting with Grace is a supervised visitation, supervised exchange, and parent education center. And what what does that what does that mean? So supervised visitation, most people the first time they hear that word is in a courtroom. Um, it's when a parent either has like drug abuse problems, um, has abused the other parent, abused a child, somebody else, or has mental health issues that Mm. could pose a possible harm to the child. So we create a safe space so that that child can continue their bond with that parent. Because when kids are removed from the home or even have just a parent walk away, 90, probably 8% of the time, the kids think they did something wrong. Mm -hmm. So even though mom or dad is in a a crummy spot in life and has made some bad decisions, um, we still want to make sure those kids continue that bond and Mm -hmm. nurture that as much as we can. So at Parenting with Grace, we have our facility where we have trained monitors. Um, Even our volunteers have to do an eight-hour program to be able to monitor these visits. So we really pride ourselves on our expertise and our safety and our comfortable environment. Mm-hmm. Um, supervised exchange is where there's just a lot of tension between mom and dad. They're divorced. There's no real abuse that's been documented or anything like that, but there's some verbal stuff that's happening and a lot of emotion. So we try to 
take the kids out of that piece. So one parent will drop them off five minutes and they'll leave five minutes later. The other parent will come and we literally just sure. take them from parent A to parent B to keep them out of that situation mm-hmm. so that they aren't hearing all those icky things. Again, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of kids, they own some of those words. You know, if mom's saying dad's, you know, this, that, and the other, well, I'm half of dad. So am I all of these bad words? Sure. Right? So we just try to like keep them out of all that trauma as much as we can. And then our parent education, um, we're still working on like what that all is going to look like. And we're hoping to get some of that going in the the, probably over after the first of the year. Some of the classes we want to provide though are like like navigating anxiety and depression with your kids. Um, We're going to have groups for kids going through divorce groups for parents going through similar struggles, um, sex trafficking prevention for teens, teaching your kids consent, giving your kids a stronger voice, mm-hmm. things like that. Awesome. It's a great answer. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so what, what, so the only time I've ever had experience, you know, it just hasn't affected me, you know, thankfully, but how, how does one grow to have, like, a passion for this? How do you, you know, you get the idea, I want to be part of a solution here, yeah. and you, you start your own 501c3. Yeah. Like, how, do, how does that become a passion of yours? So, a little background. Um, 12 years ago, I had found out that my then-husband of 32 days had abused a child. Um, and in that situation there were a lot of risks that were going around that situation. My children weren't victims of that abuse. So at that time, we we shared a daughter, and um, I had another son, he had a son, but we we tried to continue some bond for the kids, but he could not be alone with our daughter. Uh Um, But he could still see her because she wasn't the victim. So the courts ordered supervised visitation they ordered it for two hours a week every saturday and that went on for a year we were living in monticello at the time Um, i had been a stay-at-home mom and so i was limited on income and we also had some risks of him possibly abducting her so i was really scared to go back and get a full-time job and put her in daycare and there was just a lot of fears around everything so was trying to just kind of piecemeal and make things work, did some delivery and pizza, family could watch her, things like that. Um, but gas money was an issue, adding extra stress. So there was no location like this in Wright County. The closest one was in Minneapolis, like on the border of St. Paul. Um, so that was our only option. And this is what the court said we had to do. So we did oh. that for a year. And it was stressful, and it added extra stress even on her. Towards the end of the visit, she would get so upset emotionally. She would even vomit sometimes in the car. So, you know, what could have been two and a half hours of the day was four hours of our day. Mm. Um, And I just kept saying, like, I don't understand. Like, there should be something closer. If we can eliminate some of that trauma and stress for these parents, like, that would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that situation, uh, eventually he was guilty and you know no more parenting time and things like that um but over the years like, we had a lot of a lot of crazy stuff the kids and I and mm-hmm. um just it was I kept dreaming of it I kept looking like I just kept seeing it and eventually I met my husband my now husband um 
and he's wonderful, and he loves my kiddos very much. Uh, four years ago, he actually adopted my daughter. Okay. So that was super amazing. We yeah. have a very happy ending to that yeah. yucky situation. You know, it still carries yeah. some stuff, and, right. you know, we work through that. Um, but I just couldn't, I don't know, I couldn't get there, like, to do this. And then a year and a half ago, I had went to... A Christian women's conference and I had gotten prayed over and I just kept hearing it's time the time is now and I kept seeing this building this center um, and I went home and I told my husband and he's the steady Eddie I'm the dreamer the crazy lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> every family needs one yeah every okay. family needs yeah. one so normally you know he'd run through like well what about this you know and he was like okay like that was just like okay do it yeah so I started researching how to start a 501c3 and reaching out to different supervised visitation providers. And I joined our trade association, um, Supervised Visitation Network out of Florida, which consists of members of the visitation world across the globe, you know, Australia, Canada, um, and just really plugged in everywhere I could and learned from as many people as I could. Um, and then last, last August, I suppose, um, I had started kind of peeking around in Buffalo and, and where we were going to be looking at locations. Um, I was invited to the Go-Givers meeting and started to network there, joined the chamber right away, dove in, you know, and just started really collaborating with community, mm-hmm. finding the right people that, right. you know, we could work together on this Yeah, um, and just kept, kept going. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, I, I think it's, us, you know, with most business owners, I think it's it's a similar story of you know, and I well we can we can say the this podcast started somewhat in a similar way with probably less risk involved, but just in terms <laughs> yeah. of like you talk about it, you talk about it, and it just you keep waiting for it to go away, yeah, like you waiting for the phase to pass, mm-hmm. and then it just doesn't go away, and they're like, well, maybe we should quit just talking about it and just do it, just do it, do it. yeah, yeah. So kudos to you, and, and thank thanks you. for sharing that story and being a little vulnerable here with thank us. So, so it's uh, important. As a, as a 501c3, you know, how, how is it funded? How are, how, who's, who's pays for these visits? And, you know, kind of how, do, how does that so work? So there's a bunch of pieces, and that's one of the things that I um, am. It's really important to me that we don't put all of our eggs in a basket or all of our faith into a chicken, you know. So we yeah. have from all different places. So we've... As a startup, we have a really hard time getting funding for operational costs. Sure. And rightfully so. People want to see some proof, right? Yeah. Um, so we've reached out to Lake Lions. The Buffalo Rotary has granted us some money. Um, Albertville, Annandale, Hanover, all those Lions have helped us with either technology or furniture, things like that. Um, the 100 Women Who Care gave us a grant. Um I'm probably missing things, but there's a bunch of like smaller things that we have been doing. We've done a bunch of fundraising. Um, we did a huge gala last November before mm-hmm. we even knew where we were going to be. Um, we had over 220 some people there. It was amazing. We raised $16,000. Um, the community has really come together and helped. We get some donations on our website, you know, just random here and there. 
Um, eventually, we will have a contract with Wright County. We're in the works of that right now. So there's two sides to where visitation comes from. It's going to come from either human services, so kiddos that are in foster care. And mm. those ones, the county's going to pay for. And then there's the family court side. So in those, we have fees. So it's private pay, um, but we have a sliding scale. So it, we don't want to ever, I and mean, a lot of our clients are going to come from poverty levels, and we don't want to make it harder to see yeah. their kids because of sure. money. Um, but that's where we're going to, again, rely on donations. We're right. going to rely on some different grants. We've been able to apply for some bigger grants now, um, but, you know, most of those you apply and you wait three months, and then you get denied. Yeah. And again, and again, you know, so, right. yeah. and we have one we're way down now, and we're hoping for in January, um, we applied for one that was $40,000 a few months ago, and we were denied. But these are very um, competitive grants. There's right. a lot of people going out for that money. So yeah. we do rely on community support a lot. Um, these smaller fundraisers, we did a bingo a few weeks ago. We'll do more of those. Um, we have another gala coming up in May. We're going to have it here in Buffalo at Huico's, Bison Creek. Um, and that's and all of our galas are going to be kind of themed with eras. So we did Back to the 50s last year. We're going to do a Roaring 20s next time uh-huh. um, with silent auction, stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah. Have you been, so, have you been surprised in terms of, like, obviously funding is probably one of your biggest stressors as in terms of, like, getting something off the ground and, and how many people are going to get behind this? Right. right, supervised visitation, and how many people are going to want to take their own money and say, "I'm going to help parents who have lost privileges." Maintain, you know, like, yeah. was that a concern? Have you found it a little bit easier than you expected, or was it, you know, having no experience or background yeah. in that? It it that? is a concern still, yeah. um, and that's part of where like. Thank you for this opportunity, right? So people are going to hear about this. They're going to see it's not about the parent who made the bad decision seeing their kids. It's about the kids. Good. It's always about the kids. Everything we're doing is about the kids. Yep. Um, and uh, like I said, regardless of what that parent did, that kid doesn't care. Even if that parent abused them, they just want them to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be done with their parent. Yeah. They just want them to stop hurting them. It's heartbreaking. So yeah. it's just really getting everybody to come together and get to the mindset where we are and why we're really doing this. This is not us trying to reward parents' bad behavior. It is us trying to keep children emotionally and mentally and physically safe. Yeah. So as we, as you were discussing that right there, we, we talked a little bit about before we get like, how do we even ask questions? Cause I mean, that's, you know, we thought it's something that we, we can't personally relate to on that, but I thought, um, we each do some mentoring um, in school system here is it might not affect your child, but it might affect your child's friend. And like, you, you don't know that. So, I mean, if, if you're, if you feel compelled on that is you might hear stuff, you know, and sometimes uh, even just a friendship at school, you know, that again, where those kind of those mystery donations come in could really make all the meaning, meaningful oh, difference gosh, just yeah. to, to a child's well being And, mm-hmm. uh, What's the what's the service age for for kids? Is is it zero to seventeen, three sixty four? Yep. You know, yep. up until they're All of adults. Them. There's no kids that that aren't impacted by this. And like you said, that's true. You know, we maybe don't know, and maybe Johnny's maybe Johnny's friend does this, and you don't know, but you know Johnny's friend Johnny's mom mm-hmm. has been in rehab. You've heard that, right? Yeah. yeah, we hear that all the time. A lot of people in our community, kids, moms, dads. We have, I mean, 
homeless kids in our community, you know? So if Johnny's mom has been in rehab a couple of times, I'd probably put some money on. She's probably doing supervised visits. Sure. So kind of bring some awareness to that. Like, okay, so you heard this piece. Right. This is probably accommodate, you know, it's coming alongside of that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just heartbreaking. And anytime dealing with kids, especially it's not their fault. Right. You know, um, but again, and that's kind of a common theme of some of these programs that we help with is they do come from a background where like, hmm, it's unrelatable and I'm sorry to go through that, man. And, you know. Um, so thank we're 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 grateful for people like you that have a passion behind it because it's not an easy topic to talk about, right. um, and it's definitely not an easy one to get off the ground. And then I'm I'm glad to hear that you've got a lot of community support for yeah. it. And where where are you located? We are actually we share a building with Played Against Sports, the old Hallmark building. Yep. Um, so where Scrubs used to be, that's our space. So sure. we're right right. In the heart of everything in Buffalo, we have a, which is another thing was important to me, was to have a lot of things to do. So as a custodial parent, um, dropping my child off in Minneapolis, grew up in St. Michael, Minneapolis isn't fun for me. I don't like it. It's scary. It's unknown. So I would sit in my car for two hours. What I would have given to have a coffee shop nearby or a Walmart or a Target, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was really important to me that I had, we had options for the custodial parent or the foster parent, you know, things where they could go plug in, do some work, just be comfortable, maybe run some errands, right? Um, So I love where we are. Um, I love our landlord. (laughs) Jeremy is extremely supportive of what we do since day one. We had, our first conversation was about a half hour and I mean, like-minded people, right? Like, yeah. it was just so obvious to me that this was where we needed to be yeah. in that one conversation. Um, and he's just been great all the way along. He helps wherever he can. His staff helps wherever they can. I mean, it's just a great community right there in mm-hmm. those two, you know, places. Um, so, yeah, and he was totally open to us. You know, it was a big open space. And he let me just come in with my vision and build it out yeah. the way I wanted it. Right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I, I imagine you know there's there's you pro- you probably see the visits that that drive you crazy and then you see the visits where it's like this is what this is if the the poster child of what this program is all about are you are you are you actively is are things happening are, is your is it running is parenting with grace are you supervising visits and you're seeing those success stories and you're seeing the the yes. fruits of your labor. So we've just started. Yep. You know, we opened our doors three weeks ago. Um, we had our third visit for one family last night. Um, and we're working on some intakes. I have an intake this afternoon. It isn't a quick call and then we start a visit. That's one of the problems, right? Okay, so foster, the, on the human service side, foster care, that's a little more straightforward. Um, when it's a family court, well, who, why do I have to pay? I pay for everything. Right. You know, I mean, we end up, you know, I'm in the heart of some of that stuff. Yeah, so yeah. we're working through that with some families. Um, but I will say I am just honored to be a place to have the little guy who's been there. I can't wait to continue to watch these families be together. Um, Mom and dad are working really hard, really hard to get their stuff together. They want to bring him home. He wants yeah. to go home. Um, he loves our space. He calls it his big house with toys. Um, He does (laughs) have a disability. So it's been really great to see and hear what it was like for him before to what he's feeling now. He has minimal behavior, no anger in our place. Um, The foster mom reached out 
the first visit the next day and said, I just have to thank you so much for for your place. Um, he had no behaviors after we left, which was completely unusual. Yeah. Um, she loved the space. I mean, as a foster parent, she's seen a lot of spaces and, and in, in the courthouses and in the libraries and the park and, you know, in parks, all these things. And, and it was just so heartwarming and fulfilling to hear her say, like, yeah. I've never seen a place like this. Yeah. Yeah. They just love it. All of our rooms are set up like living rooms, toys, TVs, you know. And there's some some controversy around some of the stuff, right? Like, why are there TVs? You should be spending that entire two hours playing with your kids. Well, I'm sorry, Joe, do you do that at home? Right. Do you and your kids just engage nonstop? No, <laughs> right? right? We want a normal environment. I tell you what, I don't see my 14-year-old, but maybe 20 minutes a day yeah. when she wants something most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, some days we do gotcha. chit-chat, but no. you know what I mean? So you're going to bring a teenager and ask him to just sit there and... Like more games with dad who he's yeah. super mad at? Like, yeah. no, maybe those first few visits, they just turn on, you know, we have all we have is Disney Plus, right? Like, right. it's safe TV. But, like, maybe they just sit there. Yeah. That's okay. Right. They're start somewhere. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, um, I brought my daughter home from Knowledge Bowl, and we're in Eden Valley, and it starts snowing. It was it was awful snow. You couldn't see anything. And I just, I just thought about that. You're just like, oh, why do you have TVs? You know, all that. Um, and it was right before Halloween. She goes, you know, oh, Hocus Pocus. Says, I don't remember anything about that movie. But I tell you what, she described that entire movie. And sometimes, you know, even when the kids are young, there's nothing better than them watching their favorite show. And, hey, Dad, this is the part we're here. Dad, this is the part. You, Dad, you know, like. Like, I'm driving. I, like, I don't, I don't care <laughs> about Paw Patrol, but I'm so excited you're passionate about it. Yeah. yeah. We're not getting a dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it, those are all different things. Those are just the things I enjoy. And, like, sometimes yeah. it and is. that's the way they're sharing with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That doesn't have to be. And, again, so, every family's different. Yeah. Nothing's going to look the same. It's not, not our job to decide that. We're here to be safe and monitor and take notes and be a neutral environment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure everybody's enjoying themselves. So I can imagine your job, it can be very heavily on your mind, stress level, everything. What do you do when you, are you able to turn it off? And what do you do in your free time of just your recreation? What do you do with your family? Yeah, so far, no, it's hard. It really yeah. is hard to turn it off. Um, it's been better since we finished the build-out because that was just like, we got to get this open, you know? Yeah. Um, but when I am able to just be, um, our family loves to, you know, in the summer we love to go on the boat. We didn't get to do that a lot this year. Um, watch movies, uh -huh. play games. You know, we go over to my in-laws and just... We call it Fisher Family Fun Day. <laughs> like nice. it's just fun, you know. We yeah. we just do different meals or hang out with family. Um, yeah, we're just pretty low key. My daughter yeah. and I love to have girls' days. We go shopping and get Jersey Mics and yeah. you know, <laughs> talkable boys. Uh, so what, hap right. what happens on girls' days? Is <laughs> yeah. Jersey Mics. Yeah, it is for yeah. us. That was yeah. last Sunday. You it was just amazing. spilled the beans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you're doing. <laughs> we could get one of those here in Buffalo. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoever's listening. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> And Chipotle's like, get in line. Yeah, 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 get so. it. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. We Very fun. We have fun. Yeah. Cool. So this weekend, I'm trying to c convince them that we're going to have a family cleaning day tomorrow. They're not oh, really I bet excited they're all about jacked that. Up about that. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> oh. Sounds like my house. Yeah. 
totally not related to anything we're talking about. The cleaning day, the kids are, or my daughter's in a, a fax class. The, the current program is cleaning your room and that's their homework. And I am in love with it. She's like, oh, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Can we like move into a playroom next quarter yeah. Yeah. or whatever it yeah. is? So, the house? so good yeah. luck. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Teacher's awesome yeah. for sending that as homework. So. Yeah. Ne- next <laughs> right. chapter, clean the kitchen. Yes. Next chapter, clean the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. But yes. anyway, uh, is, is there anything as we wind down that you want to tell all 250,000 of our viewers? Um, Roughly two. <laughs> plus minus give or take thanks mom yeah no i don't think i don't know like yeah we're just excited to be here and and doing what we're doing and doing the work you know it's yeah. exciting um i encourage people to go to our website and learn about us follow us on facebook come to our events every event we talk a little bit about what's going on um and reach out to me anytime like again transparent open book I love to talk about it because there is a lot of questions around it and there's a lot of insecurity around it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, some people just have some kind of out there ideas of what this looks like and it's not, you know, it's, it's, yeah, there's some safety things we do worry about, but like, eh, what are the chances? You know what I mean? Like it's pretty minimal. I mean, even in Minneapolis, they've called the police three times in eight years. Wow. That's not very many. No. No. So, you know, so that's just it. I think my biggest thing is I encourage people to ask questions instead of just assuming things right. about right. This, the, any of this type of work, right? Yeah. Don't be afraid. Because if I believe anybody doing work in any of these types of situations, they are passionate and because there is a lot to overcome. Um, but that means we also want to share. We want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So. And how do they get a hold of you? What's the website? Uh parentingwithgrace.org perfect it'll be linked in the show okay. notes and yeah. all of that but yeah. as they're listening if they're listening on the podcast so yeah wonderful right. well thank you for coming in we really appreciate yeah, it thank you for having me i appreciate it also yeah it's amazing for the buffalo community podcast i'm tyler reese i'm mark benzer she's crystal fisher <laughs> <laughs>